Good morning, friends. The Java boys are coming live. Welcome to the Sunday Conversation. This is episode 54, presented by Loyalty Liquors, hosted by Aaron Taylor and Ben Schoenberger and Sasha. And Sasha. And um, welcome. This is our coffee, our, our coffee table chats. <laughs> Nights of the coffee table. <laughs> Um, I just, I'm a little fired up. I just made some espresso. So I'm, I'm just, I figured that's how people talk around the coffee table. So that was how I did the introduction. I thought, I thought you were about to drop a, a William Shakespeare reference right at the beginning of the episode. I was going to be very impressed when you said friends. I thought that Romans and countrymen was going to follow. And I was like, holy shit, is Ben about to drop a quote out of Julius Caesar right now? But nope, should have known. No, and you, you knew right. The the only thing Shakespeare and I have in common is our bizarre last names. So, <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, for sure. You were about to be like, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Mark Anthony, take it easy, Ben. Holy shit. Hey, I like how you just subtly just, just drop the Shakespeare quote so, to be like, Hey, so look like, at me. Hey, I Aaron, know the Shakespeare Jesus, quote. Aaron, wow. You're <laughs> fucking intelligent, but we all know that. Um, how's your week, bro? I mean, it was, uh, it was a week of, uh, perspective. Let's put it like that. Um, you know, not, not, not too much that I really want to get into on the pod, obviously. Um, cause it's personal stuff, but you know, it was a week of, um, of lessons, really, uh, you know, it was one of those weeks where, you know, shit happens and, and you know, the, the hits just seem to keep coming and, and keep coming. And uh, but, you know, in those moments, at least as I found and I've known this for years, but, you know, it's been really reinforced this week. Um, you start to appreciate the people you have around you. Um, that don't even know that they're, they're helping you. Um, and, and it's, it's why those connections are just so important to make And I'll give you, I'll give you a, a perfect example. So I, I, I had a date last night. I went out with this girl and, uh, you know, this girl and I like have a, like a little bit of a history going back a few months where she had canceled on me, you know, quite a few times, probably three, four times. And, uh, so she, um, knows uh downtown dylan brown your cousin uh friend of the pod recurring guest of the pod and um at yeah i guess after one of the times she had canceled on me uh she dylan had reached out to her and like asked her why she'd canceled and like you know put in a good word for me and never told me i had no idea and then she told me that last night and it was like, and I texted Dylan while I was on my way home. And I was like, man, like, like what a fucking stand up guy. Like what a guy to have in your corner. Doesn't even want recognition for it. Doesn't want credit. Doesn't like I'm saying like, Hey man, I, you know, I'm trying to help you out here. Just goes and does it. Doesn't say a word. You know, she tells me, and I was like, dude, so like there's been a handful of instances like that this week that have really shown me, um, you know, kind of how important some of my friends are, um, so it's been a week of perspective, Benny. How's your week, man? Yeah, I mean, dude, <clears throat> I think, uh, well, honestly, like what I was going to say, obviously, like, 
what you just said is like very meaningful. And it's like, in a way it's like, you know, if you're learning, if you're learning every week and taking perspective every week, I mean, dude, that's kind of what it's about. Cause sure. I mean, you know, Hey, some shit went down and, and look at here you are taking some different viewpoints on it. And like, now you're like, well, shit, maybe it's like, you know, that was a good thing in a sense, you know, to, 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 to help understand, you know, life and how, you know, how it goes. But, uh, another thing I was going to say was, you know, sometimes, sometimes when, when you're fucking, when you have a rough one, it's just, it's just the universe kind of getting you ready to, it's the old like trampoline effect. You got to go down before you go up, you know? So yeah, something groovy's in store for you. That's how, that's how you got to, uh, yeah yeah Play it in your mind not that you're not i'm just saying like you know it's just it's sometimes shit sucks but if you can kind of be like fuck there's a bigger meaning behind this yeah you know, yeah it will, help, it will help get through it no doubt and I, I i think the point you brought up about like learning and growing and like learning every week like i mean think about it if you you know that old adage like get one if you get one percent better every day like you know look out for, and, and you know that's obviously unrealistic you know, can, can everybody find one thing to get 1% better at every single day? I mean, possibly if you're a person of diverse interests, but if you're an average person, like how much stuff do you really have that you can get 1% better at every day? But if as a overall person, you get 1% better every week, it's 52% better a year, man. And then you just keep, you know, we've talked about it in, in finance, you know, compounding interest and you just keep compounding and compounding and you just keep working and striving and, find the lessons where you can find them and, and, you know, and, and be able to put things in perspective. And, you know, it makes, it also makes like the hard times easy, not easier, but like it makes them pass faster, you know, instead of sitting, dwelling, you know, what could I have done differently? What went wrong, you know, and, and, and beating yourself up over it, you know, find the positives, you know, you and I spoke last night and, 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 you know, it's all about finding the positives, kind of latching onto those for dear life and just, just, chasing that that feeling of of positive energy and hope that whatever sex uh, situation you're in may rectify itself and then you know not only that 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 positive momentum keeps you going upward like you said you know like a trampoline you just keep going up so um but yeah so that's kind of how my week went benny but uh you are um should have known that you know you couldn't stay in Connecticut for too, too long, although it was nice having you around. Why don't, uh, why don't you tell our listeners about how you're going back to, uh, Benny of, uh, 20 to COVID Ben? Uh, I mean, Hey, it's nothing, it's nothing wild, nothing set, but I am packing my truck up and I'm heading West. Um, Colorado's getting absolutely pummeled right now with snow. They're getting like five feet or something. So I'm going to meet my boy, Trev and Telluride our boy Trev friend of the pod friend of the program sponsor of the program um <laughs> so he's bringing his son and then his brother-in-law my fucking dear friend Nate dog um is bringing his son so it's gonna be a, a boys weekend in Telluride and we're gonna go ski and then I'm gonna venture north to to Jackson Hole and and shred the remainder of the uh jackson hole ski season we'll see how that goes and uh yeah samantha is actually cruising back east to get a car from my grandmother and then they're road tripping so we're gonna try to plan on meeting somewhere 
Dope. Uh, talks are of uh, like Moab right now. Sweet. I was um, going to say Utah. I've Utah never is been, fucking incredible. Yeah, I've man. never been to Utah, so. <laughs> it's incredible. It'll, yeah. it'll fucking, it'll knock your socks off. Yeah, that's, uh, it seems like a lot of fucking, I mean, the, like, it, 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 like Utah's a hopping spot. I feel like a lot of people are like moving to Utah. Dude, you got you got what? You got Moab. You got Arches. You got Zion National Park. You got Monument Valley. I don't know National anything. Park. So keep so. I, I mean, I, I and I'm sure there's more, but I just named four national parks right off the top of my head. They're in Utah. I've been to. You two hit all of them, or no? I hit two of them. I went to Zion and um and uh, uh, Monument Valley. What wasn't um, wasn't wasn't one of them like you? Were, we talked about. You had like a Zen, a Zen moment at Zion. Yeah. Zion. I was, cause you know, when I just to re recount it real quick in case we pick up any new listeners, when I was leaving California and you know, things had, had fallen apart for me there. And I, you know, I was really in a kind of a bad spot because, you know, I was coming back to Connecticut and I was so uncertain about my future. Plus I was so disappointed with myself and, and the way kind of, you know, my, my journey in California had ended. But one of the things I wanted to do while I was out West was to go to Zion. It had been on like the top of my, like, you know, United States list for a long time. <clears throat> and um, Zion is in, uh, I believe it's Hurricane Utah, which is about seven hours from San Diego. So the last full weekend I was there before I left, I just said, fuck it. And I threw Sasha in the car and we drove up to Zion and, and it was, yeah, I mean, it was crazy because there's a lot of people at the park, but I didn't run into anybody and I was just kind of out by myself. And yeah, I had like a very Zen experience. I slept in my car. Uh, I, I think I went up on a Friday, like early Friday morning. And then, so Friday night I slept in my car on the entrance in and there was just like this huge rolling thunderstorm, you know, thunder and lightning that came through um, like heat lightning, you know, cause it wasn't raining. It was just, you know, that nighttime lightning oh, that must have been and thunder. And so you could see like the, in the background, you can see the park getting lit up by, you know, the lightning and shit. And it was, it was a very, very, uh, Zen like experience, but Utah is fucking as far as natural beauty goes spectacular. I think it's the, the best state in the country as far as like natural beauty goes. It's funny how, when you tell a story, you miss details. And then if you retell it, you add details yeah. because yeah. you didn't tell, you didn't say that, you know, the first time. And that, yeah. that's kind of pretty, that's a, that would be a human memory. Is a me funny memorable thing like that, you know? Thing, yeah. Um, but so yeah, uh, dude. I guess um, so. Big, I mean, some big, big news out of my camp over here. Uh, my cousin texted me and basically told me that, congrats, you're now the senior deckhand on the bank robber, because his his other lobster guy just quit. So oh no way. I pick, yeah. So <laughs> so. Uh, you know, I, I really had a ton of fun lobstering. So um, his boat's out of the water getting motor work done. So I think, you know, this spring, that'll be a fun that I'll be back on my <laughs> back on my bullshit. <laughs> you know, this fucking, fucking dude had bad. Have you ever seen Point Break, the movie Point Break? Yeah, yeah. Viacon Dios. Yeah, Viacon Dios. Right. So, you know, Patrick Swayze in it for those who haven't seen it, you know, no spoiler alert but you should fucking watch point break if you haven't seen it. Cause it's a great, great flick, but Patrick Swayze and his crew are chasing the endless summer, right? Where they, you know, they're in California during surf season. And then they chase the surf, you know, all over the world called chasing the endless summer. It's like a thing surfers do. You are chasing the endless winter. 
you you know it's it's basically spring here in new england you know it was like fucking 70 degrees yesterday it's cooled off a little bit today but you know it's spring here winter's over and you're like all right i gotta head west they're dumping five feet in colorado you know, i gotta chase that in this winter <laughs> yeah dude i i mean i had a a good a really good i mean hey straight up right now i'm kissing my knees love you guys thank you so much have a great time with you guys um it's all about health is wealth yep. so you know got to be you know under control and uh all that but you know i skied a shitload this winter and i obviously was in was i in dallas the last two winters uh no I you were i was yeah you were in dallas and then into jackson last winter and then dallas the winter before yeah Okay, so there you have it. So like, you started last year in Dallas, and then you went to Jackson in like right, but it, in May. Oh, oh no, 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 May. You're right, it was way later because it was yeah. we had this was going at that time. Yeah, May one, I think I got up there. So either way, so I had two, two years of just, you know, I I took a couple trips to like, you know, we went to Brack once, and I went to Jackson, but um, actually I'm gonna go. In. But either way, so I just had random ski trips. But this year, I, I felt like I was back, you know, in New England, like living in like actual winter. Fucking Dallas winters suck because it gets cold as shit down there. But there's like no snow, so yeah, it's so just you don't like even get any good of it. Yeah, it's like whatever. Um, but uh, I truly like, you know, I truly love skiing. Like there's something, there's something about it for me. And, uh, you know, being a hockey player, I just feel like it's it's an extended version of your skates. So, um, Aaron, you'd be a great skier. So whenever you're ready to fucking join the the, the good side, come on over. We'll be happy to have you. Dude, you know what's uh, funny? I Just as an aside real quick, I skied as a kid. And then, you know, because like you just said, because playing travel hockey, you always had games on weekends. I just, you know, I just eventually stopped skiing. Yeah, it would take it would take you about. I don't know, two runs to like your first run, you'd be like, okay. And then your second run, because you understand edges, right? It's the same thing. Your, your right front toe, you know, granted it's very long, right. Can still control, you know, your right hand turn. And the hardest thing in skiing is fucking getting someone to stop. Well, spoiler alert, it is a fucking hockey stop. Oh, I I know how to do that. Way the fuck easier because it's, you know, you got two big planks right. under you. So if you just lean and find your edge, it's just like, meaning I don't even know why I'm explaining this to you. Cause it, all I'm saying is I truly think that we could form it into a, a passion speaking? of yours. Oh, okay. Because you know, dude, I'd love to, man. I don't have any, cause I don't have like a winter thing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. we have hockey, if so it's settled. But. It's settled. So we're, this summer, I'm going to fucking get you dialed in with a, a set of ski shit that we Let's get, go. you know, Love it. nice on sale, summer yep. prices, summer body start in the winter. Well, <laughs> ski setup start in the summer. Okay? <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll get you groovy. Love it, man. I'm fucking, I'm totally with it. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, there's that. So I think I, we'd gotten on that because I just, I enjoy, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I don't know if I was saying it on here, but it's like, dude, you know, a couple runs, a couple beers, a couple runs, 
you know, some food. I, I'm an, I am an absolute expert opre <laughs> skier. Like, you know, we're skiing last week. I had the, my tailgate down. I had the Triscuits, the cheese, you know, I had, you know, the blueberries, you know, everything lined up, ready to go. I mean, it, it's just as much important, you know, to experience and have fun. You know what I mean? It's it's not just go kill yourself skiing. It's like, fuck, dude, it's enjoying the day, you know? Well, oh, that's what it's, it's, that's like fishing. That's what it's all about. You know, it's about oh, going fuck, out with yeah, somebody dude. and just hanging out, having a couple beers and, you know, you catch a couple fish. Great. If not, you know, it's the, the, the company and the, the excitement of, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. Had a couple drinks, did a couple things, <laughs> um, but, uh, hey, you're, yeah, buzz, so I, you're buzzing today, Benny. Yeah, dude, it's my espresso. <laughs> it's my, it's my, uh, yeah, I guess this is, this is what excitement is like because, uh, I'm definitely jacked up, but no, you, gotta, you always dial there, it in when you're got to get there safely somewhere. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's that. It's fucking awesome, man. I mean, I love it. And I, and I, and I'm, and I'm pumped for you, you know, because even if it's, you know, whatever, if it's a month, it's two months, whatever, you know, in, 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 we, we spoke about this at some point last year, but like, you know, the, the happiest I saw you and the most kind of in tune you were with yourself as far as, you know, in, in my eyes was last year when you were out in Jackson. And then when you were bouncing around the country, like, it was the most like in tune I've seen you be with like yourself and not letting like outside bullshit get to you. Cause I've seen you over, over the years where, you know, things have, have annoyed you and like gotten oh, in your head. Fuck yeah, dude. And, and last year, almost the entire year, I mean, you were just like totally dialed into what you were doing. And then it, not that, not that being back in Connecticut has, has made you not like that. Cause I think you've, you've like, that has transitioned you. But seeing you that excited to be doing it, I mean, it's great, man. It's 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 awesome. I live no, seriously through you at sometimes. If anything, being back in Connecticut <laughs> has has brought like brought me to reappreciate. Like New England really is the is the best, dude. You got yep. a taste of everything. Yep. Um. So, you know, it's good to be back home. Like, cause this is where you know family is and everything. Sure. But on the flip side, it's like, you know, the mountains are calm. I'm also right, and I'm also, you know we're sitting here talking about like living and everything and all that, all that shit. And it's like, to me, I would do, I'd be doing myself a, a disservice, you know, if, if I didn't do this right now. And speaking of skiing and skiing greats, Warren Miller, who's like just an absolute in, he's an iconic ski movie creator. One of his famous quotes is, um, if you don't do it now, you'll be one year older when you do. Yeah. So it's like, just fucking do it because, you know, the time is now. I hear you, man. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm, you know, we've got, uh, your boy's about to be flush with cash in the next couple of weeks. I got, we got stimmy checks coming, big boy stimmy checks coming. We got, I had a good week at work, which will make a nice paycheck next week. And then I'm doing my taxes. I got my appointment with my accountant next Friday. So you're about to be flush with cash, yo. And I, but the point of that is like, like I'm starting to look at and figure out my next big trip. Um, Cause it doesn't look like Norway is going to happen again this year. Or it just would be pointless. Like I, dude, but, you might as well fucking just 
go find some nooks and crannies in the United States of America. Well, I was, that was one thing I was thinking about doing. Like I haven't been to like the Pacific Northwest at all. Um, Me either. You want to go? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, so I'm going to spend some of this money on a, on a flight somewhere. And like, I, like I would like to go internationally. The problem with international is like, I really don't want to book something and not know if it's going to be able to happen. You know, I don't feel like dealing with that bullshit. I'd rather just, if I got a back burner international travel until next year, then so be it. But yeah, man, I mean, I just, you know, I, I feel the same way you do. And that like, that is like one of the things that I love the most is seeing somewhere I don't know and experiencing something I don't know. And you know, Oh dude, you know what we could do? We could go to Oregon and Washington. If we visit a couple wineries while we're out there that we represent, you know, obviously we'll get VIP treatment and I can expense the whole, I can write the whole trip off as a business trip. So like, okay. Uh, Mr. IRS that you didn't hear any of that. We know you listen because, because Ben and you guys are best friends now. <laughs> oh, actually speaking of, I, I mean, we're next week is, it should be going on week eight. So, I mean, fuck. I better be getting my 2019 taxes back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to have my 2020 tax return back before you get your 2019 tax return back. And I texted, I texted you two, I think two weeks ago, since I called out the postal service on this podcast, I haven't gotten a single piece of mail. I still haven't gotten a single piece of mail. So you were telling me like, dude, there's probably just a bin somewhere with all your fucking mail sitting in and they're just not delivering it. So I guess we got to stop calling out government agencies on this podcast because uh, I'm kind of fucking us in the long run. Um, yeah, that makes now that now I'm now I'm curious. Like, fuck. Dude, that would be a great trip. Start in Oregon, drive up, drive up the coast to, to Washington, catch out Seattle, head up to Vancouver. Yeah, and the best part is, is I'll just drive out there. and, and I'll then just fly I'll out up. and meet you. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds fucking fantastic. I don't do airports and flying anymore. Next time I fly, is going to be on my private jet. But I don't know when that's going to be, so fuck. <laughs> well, at the rate Ethereum's going, it might be about six months from now. Um, yeah, but they are expensive. Yeah, they are. They fucking... Dil Dylan was kind of breaking it down for me. He he, he was like, fuck, dude, I'm, I'm an idiot. I should have gotten my... Because um, when he first started, his, like, first job was, like, he was, like, doing maintenance. And he was like, if I had just gotten my certification, then I would have had my aircraft maintenance certification. And then he could do the maintenance on, on our plane. Um, but he didn't. So well, outsource that. Well, or, you know, we buy a plane and say, Hey, like, you know, you can't fly it until you get certified for the maintenance on it. And then we'll just force him to have to, you know, go through the certification. Fuck it. Yeah, but he'll be buying a plane too and he'll say, fuck you guys. <sighs> Whatever. I'm going to go with the old adage of, you know, don't own a boat, have friends right. that have a boat. You know, <laughs> don't own, I'm not going to own my own boat. Flies or if it, if, Fs, if, if, if it flies, it. drives, floats, or fucks, lease it. Rent it. <laughs> it's good advice, though. It's excellent advice. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll just. I think we'll just do a little jet share program. Okay, dope. I like that. I like that idea. But yeah, any, anyways, this is what we got super off topic there. But no, I'm fired up for you, man. I mean, that's going to be uh, 
That's going to be great. I mean, kind of reset your, your, your mental uh, equilibrium and just, you know, get to see some friends and, and do, do what you'd love to do. And I mean, how long does ski season extend in Jackson? It's like you probably ski well into April, right? The mountain, uh, Jackson Hole Mountain Resort closes April 11th as of right now. We'll see what happens, but, um, dude, Ski season don't end until the snow's melted, and if you got a fucking touring set up, you fucking you get walking. So, not only am I, not only am I going out skiing, I'm gonna come back absolutely shredded <laughs> with a beach body. <laughs> hey, summer body starting the winter. I, man. I'm essentially just going to work out for for two months. A lot of a lot of earning your own turns. Meaning just hiking up the hill, skiing down. Yeah, I mean, hey, dude, that's I mean, that's passion right there. That's like that's you know the love of the game right there. That's not uh, that's not for the faint of heart, as they say. Dude, there's uh, it's definitely it's fun. You know, it's there's something about it. It's like it, when you go hiking and you hike up a mountain, you're like, okay, well now I got to hike back down, which is yeah. cool. It's cool, but it's even cooler when you're like, okay, now I'm skiing down. Yeah, I, that would be way better. Are you kidding me? There's like, I, I John and I, uh, shout out Johnny Riley. Uh, we went so in in uh, San Diego. There's a pretty famous hike uh, to Potato Chip Rock, right? It's like this. Like anybody who's been to San Diego probably has seen it or seen pictures of it. Just like this super flimsy, like thin look like some potato chip that just sticks out from the side of the the top of this it's uh mount uh woodson i want to say is the name of the mountain and it's it's like eight miles round trip it's like four you know four miles up four miles back but the last like mile and a half of it is like almost vertical it's not almost vertical because you don't have to like climb but it's like you're you're walking up a path that's like straight up one way and then it curves back the other way and you're just you're just climbing straight up and it, it's like brutal at the end switchbacks switchbacks thank you that's the that's the uh the terminology i'm looking for and uh but the shittiest part is coming back down like it's so much harder on your knees like going straight down and shit so you know i can see how skiing down would be much more appealing than having to fucking walk back down something that's like sucked going up you know yeah, and as the uh, as we get farther into the spring, there's this I don't know, call it a phenomenon that happens with the snow. It no, it, it, it it's called corn skiing. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it melts. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no. that, that happens. Well, no, it like it. So obviously, at night it could, it's frozen, right? And then. In the morning, as the as the sun comes up and starts to heat the snow up, it turns the snow into like different variations of of like actual like attributes. You know what I mean? So that you know, there's like there's BBs and there's you know there's ice and there's corn and the shit corn. It's like the snow turns into these little like balls. So, hmm. You know, it's like. It's, that are like it's like skiing in powder but it's like these little like balls of snow so it's it's like uh 
don't know. I've done it one time and it's the fucking coolest ever, but it's just, it's, it's such a weird feeling. It's called corn skiing and it, it's uh it happens in the springtime at, at it. It's like two hours during the day. Um, you get a very, hmm. like a, a small window. Cause like I said, it, you know, after corn, I think it turns to, you know, gets to slop and then it, you know, it gets worse and worse. But at this one point of the day, it's this, extremely like forgiving snow style that's just dude you're pretty much wearing a t-shirt skiing on this on powder but it's not powder so that happens in the springtime at high alpine elevations i guess so that's like a what a life you fucking live man huh yeah dude when was the last time you worked fucking may june every day dude I, I fucking shipped something off on eBay yesterday. My man, hustling, hustling. I'm living that Gary V life. Fuck yeah, dude. It's out there. Just got to go money, get it. Money's out there. Just got to go get it. I also built a, I mean, I also built a barn for my, That's true. for my buddy that I got paid four grand for, but like a genius, I took it in Bitcoin. So that barn's worth like twenty fucking five thousand dollars right now. How are you? I mean, probably more. Actually, smart man. I mean, you're starting to see it now. And here we go. That's all it took. Now we're into crypto talk. Uh, you're starting to see it in professional sports. Like there's there's uh, Russell Okun, who's an offensive lineman for maybe the Carolina Panthers, is. Get it is at request yeah, that his paid. contract be paid in Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking jillionaire now. Russell Okun. Who is he playing for? <clears throat> um, but like genius, man. And and that's the Carolina Panthers. God damn this fucking brain. I can't that's our one roll it. Once an episode, Aaron Brain <sighs> God. Aaron Brain Blow. Jesus um, Christ. Uh, what was the contract? I think it was like it was fifty million or something. He's like a fucking left tackle. He's a he's a tackle, which is you know the most important offensive lineman. Uh, there's a Bitcoin. I'm pretty sure to- half of it was in Bitcoin. I think it was. Yeah, and I and I think it's um, he got two hundred and thirty three Bitcoin. I think if I remember. Former correctly. Seattle Seahawk Russell Okung puts half of salary in Bitcoin, considered highest paid in the league. Now, how about that? <laughs> This fucking dude. All right. Uh, an NFL first. Panthers offensive tackle Russell Okun will receive half of his $13 million salary in Bitcoin. That was in December of 2020. So December 29th of 2020. So let's just do a little quick, quick research. Uh, da, 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 three months, December 29th. <laughs> so this dude took $6.5 million at Twenty eight thousand eight hundred and thirty seven, and I think he got two hundred and thirty coins. And Bitcoin's about to hit sixty thousand. So do two thirty times sixty thousand. Two thirty times sixty thousand is uh, thirteen point eight million. So he's so gotten he, his full contract. Correct. Yeah. In three there months. In yeah. three months, and so what did I say? Twenty da, 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 December twenty twenty eight. Three, what'd you say? Two thirty. I, I, when I, I think I remember, I did. Yeah. That math, math works out. Yeah. Cause it's like six point. That's like 6.6 million. Yeah. So the dude's made, the dude's made uh 7.2 million dollars in three months by just taking kind of a chance and, and having a little foresight and, and being 
an innovator, a cutting edge. Um, it blows my mind that there's still people out there that don't like believe in it. Or, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people don't understand it. I mean, I don't, I don't really fully. Understand hey, it's it. fine. Be, you know why? Because it, it just means that we're not even there yet. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It just goes hey. to show you how early everybody is that's involved in it. And we should probably stop talking about it. Yes, yeah, we probably should just keep stop letting people. Well, Hey, if anybody wants to buy Penn national gaming, if you had listened to us uh, almost a year ago, right about a year ago now, uh, it was about $3 and 75 cents a share. It just hit one forty yesterday. So not a big deal. Jesus Christ. It went up $10 after hours. I was, I was at, I was uh, waiting for uh, the girl to show up at the restaurant last night. I was looking at my account and I was up huge after hours. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I looked at Penn. They like shifted it in some index and it went up almost 10. It went up like 8% after hours, 140 bucks. Oh Lord. Well, be a lot closer to that private jet, Benny. Actually, no, you wouldn't be because you put that money into I, uh, fucking crypto. Yeah. Hey, it happens, but buy, buy Penn. Buy Bitcoin. Um, shit, man. Shit, man. Shit, man is right, dude. Um, I guess uh, I felt like there was something else I was going to say. Talk I still about. can't believe these millennials are trying to cancel Eminem. I can't get over it. And since I... Oh, dude. Yeah. Since since last week, I started listening to some of his albums. <laughs> By the way, I... I hadn't listened to one of the the newer ones. Um, uh, it starts with an R. Recovery, relapse. Not, not, nope, nope, nope. Revival. Revival, yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that there's some bangers on revival too. But dude, there's some like, I think if people went like went and listened to all his albums, like I, I was listening to obviously like even him and Dr. Dre, like you know, forgot about Dre listen to that song yeah. fucked up shit it's like but uh that's the thing it's just the the way that like we are gonna enter this world of like people are just gonna start you know whatever ending everything and it's like you gotta just kind of watch what you fucking say i guess and, it's just it just uh it oh man i gotta go back and listen to the marshall mathers lp too i've just been listening to his old stuff because like you know i love you know, old Eminem. I don't even know if I said it on here when we were talking about it, but like the first rap CD I ever had was the Marshall Mathers LP one, the first one. I was in the fifth fucking grade. And I mean, like put that in perspective, right? Like people want to cancel Eminem for his lyrics and all that shit. And it's like, I had that album, which has the majority of his worst songs are on it. When I was in the fifth grade and I listened to it all the fucking time, it's the, it is the album that got me into hip hop. And like, Anybody who knows, like, I'm a huge hip-hop head. Like, I love, I love rap music. I love, and that's, that album is the reason why. I turned out fine. I don't want to go fucking chop my mom's head off and put it in the freezer. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you, you can listen to that. And it's, like, the same concept of, like, as art. Like, you, you put a painting up of a guy getting his head chopped off. Does that make you want to go do it? No, not necessarily. So why is it, like, so bad for it to be in words, but visually represented isn't, isn't quite as bad. But yeah, I've been doing the same thing, Benny. I've just been going back and listening to old Eminem songs. And I, every time I listen to like an old Eminem song, like I can't, I still cannot get over the fact that this is the song and the lyric that they're upset about seeing like, like my fall off Slim Shady, the, you know, the first album 
you know, and he's talking about how he gives a girl mushrooms at the fucking, at a party and she loses her mind and ends up fucking killing herself. And like, it's a whole song about that. And like, you know, and nobody cares about that or Kim or guilty conscience or Marshall Mathers or kill you or any of these songs. Like and it blows my mind, man. It blows my mind. Bitch, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that's literally the chorus or the start of the second verse. Bitch, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. Um, yeah, dude. It's, uh, I mean, hey. It's, uh, it's insane to think. Like I saw the, uh, this one, <laughs> this one fucking, this one meme or whatever. It, no, it wasn't a meme. It was like a, a tweet reply. And it was this guy like, and they were talking about um, uh, canceling like a Looney Tunes. Uh, they're canceling some cartoon character. Do you, do you know who? Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe and Le Pew. Uh, and uh, this guy, he like tweets. He's like, um, oh, good. They're canceling Pepe Le Pew. Now my son doesn't ever have to watch that. Now he can go back to playing Grand Theft Auto and lighting a hooker on fire because he didn't want to I'll, read it, I'll read it to you because I saw the same thing. And it's Joe, Goodbye, Pepe. Here's why the longtime Looney Tunes character was canceled. This guy said, I'm glad he's canceled. My children are safe. Now my son can get back to playing Grand Theft Auto where he just set a hooker on fire so he didn't have to pay her. <laughs> That's what I mean. Again, it's getting out of control. And, like, listen, I get it. Like, Pepe Le Pew, you know, you look at the character and, like, you know, you, you sure you can make the argument he's misogynistic and, and, you know, objectifies women, no doubt. But it's a cartoon character. You can control what his actions are. You literally animate him. You draw him. You start him from scratch. You can just be like, hey, guess what? Pepe's got a girlfriend now. He's not a rapist anymore. Like, you know, you could just control that. You don't have to be like, uh, you, can't, you can't have him. They did the same thing with Lola Bunny from Space. Listen, anybody who saw the original Space Jam, like Lola Bunny was, was high-key thick. Like, she really was. And they like took away all her curves and made her like athletic. And it's like, dude, like at what point are you going to let people make these decisions for themselves and stop telling them the way that they're supposed to think, you know? Oh, it's awesome. It's fucking awesome, dude. It's just funny. Yeah. Like, it's hey, hey, I'm at the point now where, uh, I like, dude, I want to stop people who are driving in their cars with a mask on and just say, what like just please explain to me like what your thought process is that's all i'm not i don't want to i don't want to say you're it's right or wrong you know what i mean i'm not judging you that hard but what is your thought process what is your thought process behind wearing a mask in your vehicle by yourself i got one for you this morning i was taking sasha out it was and what time I texted you around seven. So it's probably like, you know, 10 after seven. And we get down to the end of the block. There's a woman coming down the street in her car and it's 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning in New Haven. There's, there's nobody out, nothing going up. Woman pulls up to the stop sign with her mask on. Jesus Christ. Like there's not even any other cars on the road right now. Like if you're worried about catching it from a car, there's not even any fucking cars right now. And uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm with you. By the way, I just looked on the CDC's website. We're up to 1,561 cases of the flu, 21 new flu cases last year or last week. So Ooh, big week, big week. Things are, things are getting rough. Uh, we're getting rough out there. No, I know it's funny. And I, and I don't want to talk about COVID again, but I'm with you. Like 
this is the world we're living in where like people have and lost not to mention so like all right now i'm gonna spit some real fucking truth like you know and i was talking to my grandmother about this and she's you know she doesn't wear a mask and she's you know almost you know i don't even know how old grammy is, is she almost 90 no she's not 90 either way she's like 85 and uh you know she i'm pretty sure she had covid fought right through it like and and and, uh but meaning she's living she hasn't halted Mm, her life right right. and uh you know just like some just you know basically what i was getting at was like how i'm like grammy some of the most at-risk people in life in terms of like needing oxygen are the biggest um like advocates of masks and it's unfortunate that that like you know, overweight people probably don't really understand this, but you're losing a third of your oxygen intake while wearing a mask. It's like, you need every bit of oxygen you can get your, your organs, your body. It like, it's like a car. If you, if you cover the intake of a car, what's going to happen? See how how well it's going to work. Right. It dies. It dies. Well, if you cover the intake of your, intake machine of your vehicle you die you know might might not happen right right then but over time you know it's not fucking good and it's like you know it's like here you have these people thinking you know they need a fucking mask and it's like in reality it's like dude you're killing yourself you are killing yourself straight up i'm not trying to be a fucking anything other than just you know fucking use your brain um yeah yeah i'm with you on that and here's another statistic for you that's a little bit wild can you ben take a guess what the average amount of weight americans have gained throughout the pandemic weight gained yep let's all right so college you get a freshman 15 that's about a year but let's add in the extra stressors let's say like average of like uh, 17 pounds um that would be you know that would be alarming and and that would be a lot um it's actually closer to 29 pounds 30 fucking pounds since the pandemic began six in ten respondents said that they had undesired weight changes with 42 percent gaining more than intended about 29 pounds on average 29 fucking pounds 29 pounds, Ben, that would be, uh, that's a little bit less than 20% of my body weight. Yeah. I mean, I think the easiest way to do that is go get a 25 pound plate and a five pound plate and put it on your back and just carry it around. Dude. I I mean, so for me, it's like, I lived it. I was a fucking meathead. I, I weighed 225 my at my peak i think i weighed 233 it was in huntsville alabama and i was repping i don't know 185 like i don't know 40 times or something Not a big fucking, deal. you know and i was a complete meat stick and i felt gross and now now i feel good at like about 185 so 233 minus 185 is what 40 something yeah so that 
that's yeah fuck that i mean it's i'll never do it again well and here's the thing ben like you you know you made a an overhaul to your life in terms of the way you ate right and like that and so you lost that weight but you know in reality you you didn't even necessarily need to lose the weight right like you weren't over like you were a big dude but you were in great shape like you were muscular you were yoked you were you know eating a side of beef every day you know in reality you could have stayed at that weight and still been healthy you know but you made a lifestyle change that dropped you the weight you're at and you look great you feel great you know and that's we've said it before look good feel good wheel good you know but the average person, and, but the other part of it is you have the discipline to stick to that diet. You have the discipline, you know, you work outside, you work a lot, you know, and, and do hard labor that, that will help you exercise and all that stuff too. The average American doesn't have that discipline, which is on display by the fact that the average American put on 29 pounds during, or at least in this poll, 29 pounds during, yep, there you go, baby, strong island. Um, <sighs> the average American put on 29 pounds. So they didn't have the discipline to control their diet during COVID. Will that same person have the discipline to lose that weight afterwards? 30 pounds is fucking a lot, man. That is not easy weight to take off. And especially because the average person doesn't understand like the physiology behind working out and that you can't just run on the treadmill for forever and hope that you're going to lose 30 pounds. Oh, totally. And not only, to, not only that is you could correlate that 30 pound baggage to probably everything debt. People probably racked up, you sure. know, People probably sitting on their couches online shopping for shit that they didn't need more than fucking ever right now. You know what I mean? So it's like, not only did they fucking add 30 pounds of their fucking, you know, body, they added probably 30 grand in debt to their fucking, you know what I mean? And that, it's like, you could correlate that and to everything. Yeah. Like literally mindset is fucking everything. So yeah, you that's know, it's like, and it doesn't have to be drastic changes. Like you were saying, dude, it's, it's like fucking those little quick, little fucking little fucking changes, little fucking, you know, things you do that, you know, every day that like, you know, if it's 1% a week, you know what I mean? That shit adds up and then it shows everywhere shows in your finances, your, you know, um, your health, your, your energy levels, your, your fucking, mindset, your mind, your motivation, your appreciation, your gratitude. You know what I mean? It's like everything works together. The more negative you want to be, the fucking more negative you're going to be. It's like, yep. you know, and it's like, it's a shame because it's fucking, dude, it's not like as fucked up as it is. It's like, it's not even anyone's fault. Like we live in a fucking world that, shit is crammed into our brains and embedded in our subconsciouses to the point where it's like you don't even realize it but it's like you know you're being just completely kind of like persuaded and manipulated in a certain direction and it's like you know it's like fucking how many people bought a fucking peloton over the course of the fucking you know how much those fucking things cost and, dude it, i fuck it drives me fucking nuts dude it, there it, how many people bought a peloton and it, it, it's like buy a bicycle and like <laughs> oh i need to up i need to update the map it's it's worse than being a video gamer yeah. it's essentially playing video games so you know what i mean and it's like now but now everyone's spinning off like nordic track you know what i mean yeah. and like 
you know, Lululemon's got this like mirror thing and it's, everything's designed to fucking keep the, you inside. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, a Peloton is 20, whatever hundred. Everything's financeable. Yep. So you can finance it. I get it, dude. If you so got take on dough, debt to buy this fucking, if you got dough, bike. if you got the dough, who gives it like, dude, it's nice to sure. have a fucking bike. You know what I mean? But guess what? Not everybody that bought a Peloton is fucking set up. Right. Most everybody is in an apartment that they don't even own. Right. So they're paying seventeen hundred a month for their apartment. Now they got a twenty three hundred dollar fucking bike, and then you got to buy the fucking monthly plan to go with it. You know what I mean? I mean? For real, it doesn't pay the subscription. Aaron, it's forty it? bucks a month. Oh my god! Why wouldn't you just get a gym membership? They all have. Why wouldn't you just get a bike? bicycle and go for a fucking bike ride? I didn't realize that uh, you would think that if you spent almost $3,000 on a stationary bike that, you know, could dude, it's a, chuck it's in a, the membership. It's the ultimate fucking con dude. And now all it turned, all you, all they had to do was make it a social media appable yeah. thing. Yep. And, and Oh, what's your, who's your, what's your screen name? Like, let's, let's yeah. ride together. You know, like let's ride, let's <laughs> ride the fucking stationary bike together on the same bike path. Like, I don't get it. But guess what? That's why those people will be in their fucking houses, you know what I mean, forever. And I'm going fucking to Jackson Hole and then to Moab with my mountain bike. And I'm going to fucking ride through Red Rocks. So Suck it. Suck it. Um, I can't. That is is mind-boggling to me. And it just, and, you know, we should probably start to try and wrap this up here. But um, one thing going back to, like, the whole people putting on 30 pounds during the COVID thing is, like, here's the other aspect of it that's, like, tough is that, we as a society, because we've become so soft and so accommodating of other people and not trying to hurt their feelings, which is in some instances is not a bad thing. In other instances, it's detrimental <clears throat> is the whole myth of body positivity. And like, Oh, you put on 30 pounds. Well, it's not okay for me to tell you that you put on 30 pounds or to tell you that it's probably unhealthy that you've, you know, potentially added, you know, 10 to 15% of your body were more than that. Probably like 15 to 20% of your body weight on in a year because that's not cool you know people should be happy with who they are and be happy in their bodies and i and i do believe that but at the same time it is a it is scientifically proven that the more weight you have on your body the more long-term health effects it's going to have negative health effects it's going to have i mean covid will end and heart disease will still be the number one killer in this country and now we've got a country where people are putting on average of 30 pounds over the course of a year yeah, well, we also live in a world where we have these fucking idiot people, aka the Kardashians, the Kardashian <laughs> effect, who have no, who have, dude, straight up made it so that it's acceptable to be a slob. It's it's now acceptable to be a slob, and 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 you know, I'm such an asshole for saying that. I'm I could give a slightest bit of a fuck. I will tell anybody to their face. Because whatever. And chances are I won't ever have to tell you to your face because I don't fucking surround myself with fucking idiots. But the, the, the world that we live in of fake-assed people and fake-titted people, it's fucking disgusting and embarrassing. And guess what? All I'm going to say is it's like it's going to show in however many years. Like people, you know, oh, are, are so worried about the now, the now, the now. And it's like. You know what I mean? It's like, just wait, you know, you need new, 
a girl who gets fake boobs has to get them every every um 10 years because it goes bad inside right. your body right. so let's finance boobs that we can't afford now and then we'll be paying them off until we need to get them again because it's so unhealthy for us yeah that that seems smart yeah i mean like, and it's that's like, it's the same thing with the butts you know what i mean the, you know well, people and, buying 40 forty thousand dollar fake asses well and, and, and it, well what i was going to say is like so you know the the classic question for men is always you know are you a boob guy or a butt guy and i've long said that i'm more of a butt guy because you know i had this is ma sorry you know i, I know you're gonna listen to this but fuck it we're down this path at this point but because like a, i've always said more of a butt guy because you can work hard and get a nice spot. Like, like it is, you know, boobs are variable. It's luck of the draw. You, it's genetics. You get what you get. Like it, and there is something very attractive about a woman who just, you know, appreciates her body for what it is. But like, if you want to have a nice butt, you can get a nice butt. You just got to go to the gym and do fucking squats and lunges and fucking donkey kicks and like work fucking hard. And guess what? You can have a nice butt. You don't have to pay $40,000 for it. You can pay 20 bucks a month and in six months have a really, really nice butt if you're willing to put in the work. But we as Americans want instant gratification and don't want to do the work for the things that we want. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck we just got there. It's probably Nord revved up I. on fucking. Nor do I. We're talking um, about people gaining 30 pounds and now I'm telling my mom whether I'm a boob guy or a butt guy. So I think it's probably a good place to end it. Um, all right. Housekeeping. Subscribe. So review. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I don't think we're, like, far off. Like, I mean... I don't think know, we're... Like, no, I don't think we're far off at all. We're speaking our opinions. That's why we started this this podcast in the first place. And and if people disagree with us, that's fine. They can openly disagree. Feel free to reach out. We're more than happy to have open discourse. We're, we're, we're you know, agreeable guys, but we're right, so don't even bother. Um, but anyways, subscribe, rate, review. Check out the Patreon page and the link on... Uh, the Sunday Conversation Instagram page at Sunday Conversation. I haven't been on Instagram in like five weeks now or four weeks. So appreciate the support, I guess. Um, yeah. And I think uh, we're okay with that because I haven't been on it either. And I, you know, and I, I would almost encourage people to not go on it. So don't even look at our fucking Instagram. Like who gives a fuck? It's, <laughs> we're, we're still going to do the podcast and you know what I mean? It's, it's uh Real, real quick before we finish, I, I had this thought. I'm really glad you said that because I had this thought last Sunday. I was cooking dinner. I was like, "What if you were to start a podcast? What would be the easiest, uh, you know, cheapest, most accessible option to promote said podcast? Be social media, be Instagram, right?" And here you and I are a year later after having this podcast, like, nah, we're done with Instagram. We're done with social media. <laughs> like, so much for going the podcast. We don't give a shit. We're just doing it because we want to do it. And we're not going to do, you know, the promotional bullshit and pretend like, you know, and try and get fake engagement. Like, you know, fuck it. If it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, it's, it's people are listening. Yeah, um, exactly. Chances are it'll probably grow more by, by fucking. Makes us more mysterious. Makes us aloof. Yeah. Um, you got anything else, pal? No, subscribe, rate, review. Yeah. Don't leave that bad of a fucking review. I know there's Please. not that many reviews, so it's like I'm not even worried yeah. about it. So that. if you leave us a if you leave us a bad rating, like you know, it'll drag the average way down. I don't know if people understand how averages work, but um well, Benny, listen, I'm gonna see you in a few hours, but um 
have a great fucking trip, man. I'm fucking pumped for you. I'm excited for you to kind of get back to your calling. It's going to be, uh, it's be good for your mental state for sure. Well, totally dude. I'm excited and, uh, I'm excited to see you and, um, love everybody. Love you. Love you too, buddy.